story. This is the story of one man's struggle for freedom of the press. John Brown stars as Arthur Mills in The Reluctant Fighter. Hendricks, who's calling? About Mr. White's terrible article in the Clarion. <laughs> Even the mayor, huh? Well, tell him I'll call back. They don't want you to call back. They want you to rush over to Jed Billings' house. They're holding a meeting. I wanted to get to the store early today. Well, tell him I'll be over as soon as I de-soap myself. I'm singing in the rain, just singing in the rain. Oh, the Lord, oh. Yes? Hey, Dad, Mr. Austin's on the phone. Wants to talk to you about that Clarion article. Well, tell him I'll see him at the meeting. Oh, hey, Bill, first come in here and hand me a towel, huh? Sure, Dad. Here. Oh, thanks. Ooh. Anything else, Dad? No. Oh, say, Bill, I know you have to wear that silly hat, and I know you have to wear it backwards, but do you have to wear it in the house? Well, of course, Dad. It's part of the initiation. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, beat a path to the phone and deliver my message. Huh? One message being beaten. Mr. Arthur Mills will be Come on, Tom. Your attention, gentlemen. Your attention, please. Thank you. Now that we're all here, we may as well get right to the reason for this gathering. Have you all read the article in the Whitfield Clarion? Sure, sure did. Well, I'm going to read it anyway just to refresh your memories and rekindle your anger. The coincidence that the land proposed by the school board to be purchased by the Whitfield High School Stadium happens to be land owned by a group of citizens which includes the mayor of Whitfield and some members of the school board is too much for my stomach to absorb. Especially when this land happens to be on the other side of town from the high school when there is land almost adjacent to the school that would supply ample acreage for the project. Signed, Richard White, editor. What are we going to do about that? Well, I think the facts in the case should be presented to Mr. White. This is a vicious, unfounded attack on my administration. I think we ought to run Mr. White out of town on a rail. Oh, now, wait a while. After all, he's entitled to his opinion. As long as he's not libeling. Not libeling? What do you think the intent of the article is? That's good land we're selling, worth every penny that we're asking for it. Yes, I think our land is good. But he's reported the facts correctly. The school is on the other side of town. The mayor does own some of the land, as do others of us who are on the school board. As I said before, I think a committee should call on Mr. White and explain to him why this particular land is being chosen pending a vote of the school board to buy and a, a vote of the landowners to sell. That's what I thought this meeting was going to be, a vote of us landowners to sell. We can hold that up for a few days. Meanwhile, maybe we can get an apology out of Mr. White. Arthur's suggestion makes sense. We should have a committee present the facts to the newspaper. Being as your suggestion, Arthur, I appoint you as chairman of the committee and Stephen Ed as members. Go ahead, inform Mr. White and see that he prints a retraction. But suppose he wants a retraction. Gentlemen, gentlemen, please. 
All right, Arthur, you're carrying the ball. Make Mr. White shut up. What if he just won't shut up? Then we'll find ways to shut him up. Meeting adjourned. Yes? Telephone, Dad. Who is it? Tom Hendricks about that clarion article. Well, I've seen him about that. This is a new one, Dad. Give me my robe, will you, Bill? Sure. Here you are, Dad. Thanks. Why is it that I can be sitting next to that phone for hours at a time and it'll never ring? But let me step into the shower and get soaked up and it'll never fail that the phone starts sounding off. Well, try taking baths, Dad. Maybe you'll break the jinx. I think it'd be smarter to have the phone taken out. Well, talking about phones, Dad, can I take a basketball out of stock? Wait a minute. What has talking about phones got to do with basketball? And, and how come you're using so much equipment? Well, the fellas say that the only sensible place to get equipment is from the guy whose father owns a sporting goods shop. Well, I guess I can't uh, argue with that logic. Uh, when does that silly hat come off your head? The end of the month. I'll see you later for that basketball. Yeah. Hello, Tom. Arthur, you see that new clarion article? No, not yet. And after he promised you... Now, now, wait a minute, Tom. White didn't promise anything. He listened to what we had to say. He made no promises. Well, you certainly didn't say anything to him that was very convincing. That new article... I haven't seen the article, so I can't very well discuss it with you. Well, read it and then come down here. We're having another meeting in half an hour. Oh, I've got to get to my store. Well, take time off, Arthur. This is very important. Be here in half an hour. Hmm. Are you still in your robe, dear? Breakfast on the table. Well, eggs. Haven't had them since yesterday morning. <laughs> You're going to have the same orange marmalade, too. Oh, do me a favor, Grace. No more bargains, huh? A whole case of orange marmalade just because there was a sale? Well, these days a woman has to be careful how she stocks her larder. Prices aren't what they used to be, you know. Well, hereafter, when you uh, stock the larder, please, dear, no orange marmalade. Say, is the clarion around? On the chair beside you, dear. And here's your coffee. I was wondering, Arthur, if you could spare an extra $25 this month. Oh. Next Friday, we start a series of psychology lectures. <laughs> I want to give a tea for Professor Smythe. Mm. He's the lecturer. It's quite a feather in my cap to be... Arthur, is the clarion more interesting than your wife? Huh? Oh, uh, this is the follow-up on yesterday's item. This keeps on. There's a fine chance we won't sell that property the school board wants. No? Well, that money was going to send Bill to Princeton. Read it. Mm -hmm. It says, um, yesterday a committee called at the Clarion office. This committee represented the interests of those real estate owners who are involved in the deal with the school board. They presented facts, we got facts in quotation marks, which they claimed showed irreproachable reasons for placing the stadium at the other end of town from the high school. These facts, again in quotation marks, they say are, one, that there is not sufficient acreage at the school grounds, Two, that the stadium, when not being used by the school, can be utilized as an easily accessible playground for Whitfield children. And three, the stadium can be let to traveling circuses and carnivals to help defray building and operating expenses. To all this, this newspaper says nuts. If this committee was financially uninterested, would they be so glib with reasons? This newspaper doesn't think so. Stadium is for the use of the high school. Put it next to the high school. Signed, Richard White, editor. Well, you're not going to let him get away with that, are you? Certainly not. I'm due at a meeting now. I have an idea Tom Hendricks is going to want pistols at ten paces. <laughs>
that the clarion has to be shut up. Our motives are honest, our reasons are logical. If the clarion continues spouting off, people are going to start believing it. We've got to shut him up. Why don't we just vote to sell right now? Because the school board hasn't as yet voted to buy. Here again, if the clarion keeps throwing mud at us, the board might just decide not to take chances of having mud slung at it and decide not to buy. The result might well be no stadium at all for Whitfield. He's right. He's right. He's yeah. Well, who's got ideas on how we're going to shut him up? Well, the first thing we could do is all of us cancel our subscription. Yeah, and get all our friends to do the same thing. Yeah, that's one idea. Another one, and one that'll hurt more is we cancel our advertising. Between us, we supply most of the advertising to the Clarion, and the advertising that we don't supply, we have enough influence to get canceled. Um... Tom. Oh, here he goes again. I know, I know. Here's old wait-a-minute Mills again. But, um, well, it, it seems to me this course of action would make us uh, censors. But we don't have any right to... Why oh, yeah. the We've got to protect ourselves, Arthur. We're going to put the clarion out of business. Just because the editor has a different slant on things than we do? We can't do that. Who says we can't? Well, everything we believe in says we can't. Well, I don't know, uh, Towns, our schools, our well, our freedom of the press. Oh, yeah, oh, let's talk about it. Action, action, action. All those in favor of the suggestion made signify by saying aye. Aye. Hello, Grace, darling. How are you? You were expecting my call, weren't you, dear? This is Ethel. Oh, hello, Ethel. How are plans yes, coming for the Smythe reception? Progressing well, I hope. Oh, yes, the house is a shambles, of course, but the day of the tea, Bill will be restricted to his room. Oh, of course, yeah. that'll give you a chance to organize things. You will call on me if you need help, won't you? Well, thank you. I Ethel. do That's hope nice. that this terrible clarion hassle won't interfere. Well, how could that have happened? The reception's late next week, isn't it? Yes, it is. Oh, well, by then, everything will be smoothed over, I'm sure. You will remember to call on me if you need help, won't you, dear? Well, I certainly will. Of course will. you will. Oh, Goodbye, dear. Bye. Now, do Bye. give me a ring, please. Bill? Oh, Bill. And open it up, and much Bill. to my surprise, oh, I discovered a boom-de-boom -boom right before my eyes. Want me, Mom? Yes, I want you. I want you not to disappear right after dinner tonight. Now, just this once, you can dip your manly hands into the sink and wash the dishes. So I can go out and do some shopping. Oh, Mom, what'll the fellas think if they see me? Oh, well, turn off the lights and do them in the dark. Your friends will think you're watching television. Now, don't forget, dear. All right. See, Mom, is Dad okay? Of course. Why? He's been off his feed lately. Oh, stop referring to your father as though he was a horse. He's not been off his feed. He's been working hard, that's all. I was wondering. I heard a couple of cracks around town. Well, don't listen to gossip. Oh, there's that phone again. Now, dear, don't forget the dishes tonight. I won't. Hello? Hello, Grace. Doris. Oh, Doris, how are you? I'm afraid we'll have to put off the shopping tonight, Grace. Ed's in a dither about this clarion thing. I'll have to stay at home to uh, soothe the savage beast. <laughs> well, we can do it some other night. Grace. Does Arthur have to stand against the town on this? Why people think Arthur's standing against the town, I don't know. He's simply doing what he thinks is right. Well, do you think he's doing right, Grace? Well, frankly, I don't know. I suppose as long as one does what one thinks is right, it's right. <laughs> or am I being incoherent? We probably all are. But I do wish you'd talk to him. It's 
getting sticky out, if you know what I mean. Yes, I do. But, Doris, I don't think I'll talk to him about it just now. Everybody else in town seems to be talking to him about it. What he suggests is kind of ridiculous, Art. Why? Why'd we elect the school board? So they could make decisions. That's right, Art. If we held an open debate with the whole town participating on where the, the, the stadium should be placed, why, we'd be depriving the school board of its delegated authority. Oh, uh, pardon me a moment. Yes, sir? I'd like to get a pair of boxing gloves. Oh, yes, I have some very nice Everlast boxing gloves. Come this way, please. Yeah, you think we'll be able to swing him, John? I don't know. He's a pretty obstinate guy. Well, it isn't... It, not as though we're wrong about this thing, that... That's what hurts, having all this trouble for no reason. I'll take it like that. Fine. The tax, that's just right. Thank you very much. Goodbye, sir. Bye. Okay, John, uh, you were saying... Business isn't so good, is it, Arthur? Well, you know, it's off and on, off and on. Now, you might say it's the only known case of over-advertising in town. Now, look, Ed, I'm not taking my ad out of the clarion. Everybody else has. Well, I think the whole idea smells. I don't see how you can say that, Arthur. The editor of the clarion is making criminals of us. That's not true, John. Richard White is performing what he feels is his function, giving the people of Whitfield the news. Okay, that's his privilege. He thinks the stadium should be in one place, we feel it should be in another. Don't you believe we're right? Certainly I believe we're right. Don't forget, I was chairman of the committee that presented our reasons to Mr. Richard White. And darn good reasons, too. We haven't forgotten it. But you seem to have, Arthur. Now, we all know we're right. So what's the, the, the moralistic folder all about? We know we're right. We know it's best for the town. But the clarion feels it is just as right. The clarion wants a town hall discussion of it. Now, what's wrong with that? Oh, the clarion has made such a fuss about that the school board will be intimidated into canceling its plan. Now, we all agreed to shut the clarion up. I never agreed to that. I don't believe in it. All right, suppose you don't believe in it. All your friends pull their advertising. All your friends cancel their subscriptions. Now, just as a friendly gesture, just because we ask you to, you, you should do the same. You don't understand, John. I guess I'm just not qualified to explain it. Now, take it this way, Art. We've been friends for more than 20 years, and I know you understand practical things. I need that money we'd get from selling the land. Oh, I won't go to the poorhouse if we don't sell, but it would sure make things easier on me if we did. Oh, now, look, Ed, if you need any money, you know you're welcome to as much as I could lend you. I'm not looking for charity, Art. I've got good property to sell. You keeping your ad in the clarion gives it support, moral as well as money support. Why, indirectly, you're holding up that sale. Now, wait a minute. I'm beginning to get a little mad at this kind of pressure being put on me. That ad stays in the clarion. Uh only because you're stubborn. Like the time you, you, you stocked ski equipment with no snow within 300 miles of here and continue to stock it, even when nobody would buy. Yeah, your stupid stubbornness is costing us plenty, and it's going to cost you your friends and the goodwill of this town. Well, I agree I was stupid and stubborn when I stocked that ski stuff. Okay, but this is something else. I'm going to be stubborn again, all right, but this time without the stupidity. Don't see, the, the, there's a principle involved here. Maybe I don't even understand it fully in my head, but I feel it inside me. And you can all do your darndest, but you're not going to make me go against what I think is right.
White. You got a minute? I, I think my wife's waiting, Jim. Uh, what I have to say will only take a moment. Well, I hope you're not intending to make an editorial out of me. No, I uh, want to thank you. For what? For keeping your rat in the clarion, helping fight for a free press. A country can't breathe without a free press. Understand one thing, Mr. White. I am not keeping my ad in the clarion for your sake. Matter of fact, I resent you bitterly for the situation you've created. Then why don't you join the others? You don't have to answer. I know you won't join the crusade against freedom that's being conducted by the good burghers of this town. Oh, so that's what it is I won't join, huh? Hey, hey, Bill! Why so gloomy? Who's gloomy? Well, you are. Hey, wait a minute. Isn't it against the rules to carry that hat in your hand? I don't have to worry about the rules anymore. Thanks. Uh, Bill! Bill! You'll have to excuse me. I uh, just wanted to say, Mr. Mills, that your fight is giving me courage. Look, I don't want to fight. I'm not involved in any fight. Mm -hmm. Use whatever terminology you will. As long as you continue on my side for a principle, no matter what your opinion of me, I'll continue the fight if it takes the last cent I've got. Goodbye, Mr. Mills. Wonder what's eating Bill. Uh, Bill? Bill? We're in the living room, dear. Yeah. Well, it's uh, sure pleasure, uh, pleasant to get home after standing on my feet all day. Ah, oh, sir, I believe that's the first time you've said that since our honeymoon. And that was 20 years ago. Well, now, you see what a prize husband you have? <laughs> Some men forget what they say on their honeymoon. Hey, where are you going, Bill? To my room. Now, wait a minute. I, I want to talk to you. Bill's had a disappointment. He blames it on you. I see. Well, um, sit down, Bill. Oh, you don't have to, but it's a simple enough request from a father. All right. Now, um, tell me about it. There's nothing to tell. Bill's been blackballed. He can't get into the fraternity. Well, how's that my fault? What's the matter? Was the basketball faulty? Something's faulty, all right. Mort Hendricks and Tommy Wilson and Shorty Tellex said they blackballed me because their fathers told them you blackballed them on a real estate deal. Well, I didn't think they'd stoop to that. Well, they did. Look, son, I'm... I'm trying to stand up for a certain right. I'm sorry you're being hurt because of it. It's, it's, it's not fair. But I hope you'll understand. Why don't you forget about that old stadium? I go to the school and I don't care where they put it. Where would this country be if every time someone got hurt a little, they, 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 they backtracked all over the place? After all, Bill, it's only a high school fraternity. When you go to college... No, 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 that's not the point either, Grace. High school or college. I want my son to know the difference between right and wrong and to be willing to sacrifice for it. You think it's right and wrong, but I'm the one who got burned at the stake for it. Yeah, and I know what's next. You're going to tell me about Washington and Jefferson and Lincoln. Well, what's wrong with telling you about Washington and Jefferson and Lincoln? That's all ancient history, and it's keeping me out of the fraternity. Well, it certainly gets vicious, doesn't it? Even your family isn't safe. You may as well get all the bad at once, I guess. What else could there be? Well, there's one ray of sunshine. You don't have to give me that extra $25. That should be good news, business being the state it is. What $25? Well, the money I was going to need for my literary tea. You remember, Professor Smythe? Yeah. Well, the lecture group decided a bigger house would be needed. Ethel Thompson is the new queen. Long live her tongue. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Grace. 
I know how you wanted to host us that thing. Arthur, I've been thinking. I really don't mind about myself, but with Bill being hurt and the way you've been dragging yourself around... And... Oh, Arthur, you're a practical man. Oh, so now you're turning on oh, me. Oh, don't go getting righteous on me, Arthur Mills. You remember me, the little girl you rescued off the wallflower bench at those that shouldn't happen to an Airedale school social? I'm with you for better or worse, and it's nice for the most part. It's been for the better. I don't mind the worse as long as you and Bill are happy. I, I'm sorry, honey. I, I'm thinking of Bill, too. You know, I'm not so sure I'm right that I rule out the possibility that I could be wrong. If I lose your support... You know, Arthur, I think if you'd changed your mind now, I'd gone home to Mother. Mills, watch up. Mr. Arthur Mills, please. Oh, speaking. This is White of the Clarion, Mr. Mills. Remember last week I told you I would continue publishing if I took the last cent I had? Yeah. Well, it's done just that. The banks refused to extend a loan. I guess I can't blame them, considering the situation. I'm sorry, Mr. White. I hate to see any man lose his business. And nobody else knows yet. It won't be public knowledge until Thursday. I thought you could use the time until then to repair your fences with your friends. Put your ad out of the clarion and get back in their good graces. May as well be practical about things now. It, 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 it's amazing the number of people who referred to me as practical or who have advised me to be practical in the last few weeks. If, if, if being practical means losing what I believe in, well, I refuse to do it. Sometimes being practical can save the things you believe in, I suppose. I've been thinking of what you said about fighting. Well, there comes a time when one has nothing left to fight with, Mr. Mills. But I can't get out of my mind that remark you made about a country not being able to breathe without a free press. Let's face it, Mr. Mills. There can be no free press in the town of Whitfield. Arthur, have you seen this in the Clarion? Seen what? Uh, pass the butter, dear. This article. The butter, dear, not the orange marmalade. Oh, here. Listen to this. This last edition of the Clarion reports that the school board has decided to purchase the land at the far end of town. It is fitting that this action should coincide with the demise of the newspaper which fought it and was killed by it. The editor of this paper regrets that he cannot be present at the vote of the landowners, which is to take place at 10 o'clock the morning of the 23rd of November. However, I feel safe in predicting that there will be but one lone negative vote against this joyful wake over the unmourned body of the Whitfield Free Press. I all further right, say... Honey, all right, let it go. Well, did you know the clarion was folding, Arthur? Mm-hmm. This vote today, you're going there now? Yep. I suppose you're the one negative vote Mr. White mentioned. Yes. Well, I think I'll go along and watch the fireworks. <laughs> Let's get this over with. We all have business to attend to. The best way to do this, I guess, is run right down the roster. Need I mention that a unanimous vote is extremely desirable? Now we'll get one, all right. Let's get the vote. Okay, okay, okay. Ed Hendricks? Aye. John Tellick? Aye. 
Arnold Stanley. Aye. Jerry Williams. Aye. Arthur Mills. Arthur Mills. Aye. Well, Well, Arthur, it's a relief to have you back with us. I'm sure there are no hard feelings. Of course not. There are hard feelings. But plenty of hard feelings. I'm a practical man, so I'm voting aye. But that doesn't mean I'm not sick inside. Yes, practical man. Among practical men. Who put their Americanism aside for practical purposes. I'm a man who was born and bred in Whitfield. I'm a, a, a man who's been living under the illusion that I was in an American town. A man whose son would rather be initiated into a fraternity than digest the concepts of our Constitution. A man who's disgusted. But I'm a practical man. So I voted I. I voted I because I need money so that I can get out of Whitfield. I'm going to move my family out of this town and back to America. Come on, Grace. Pardon. Uh, excuse me. Pardon. I'm sorry. Thank you. Excuse me. No, Arthur can't get to the phone right now, Ed. Yes, I think it was wonderful. Everybody's been calling. Dad! Dad! Uh, just a moment, Ed. Bill, stop that shouting. Mom, where's Dad? He's upstairs. I heard about his speech, Mom. Boy, that's my dad. Well, why don't you go out and tell him how proud you are, Bill? He's taking a shower. I will. Mom, Dad hasn't been singing in the shower lately. Well, he hasn't had much to sing about, Bill. Incidentally, tell him Richard White's been asked to reopen the clarion, and there's going to be an open debate in the town hall on the stadium issue. Sure thing, Mom. Hello, Ed. I'm sorry to keep you waiting. Well, frankly, Ed, I don't know if anything will appease him. He's awfully mad. Wait a moment, Ed. Hello, Ed. I guess everything's going to be all right. We seem to be back in America. I took it to a guy I know by most anything. But this is what he hollers me as I walked in the shop. Whoa, get out of here before I blow my top. You have just heard This is the Story, starring John Brown as Mr. Arthur Mills in The Reluctant Fighter. Myra Marsh was Grace, Bill was Jerry Farber, Leo Clary was Tom, and Wilms Herbert was Mr. White. Others in the cast were Jody Gilbert, Jerome Sheldon, Joe Duval, Betty Hanna, and Crane Whitley. Music was composed by John Hicks, under the direction of Michelle Perrier. The Reluctant Fighter was written for This is the Story by Fred Freiberger, produced and directed by Will Scott.
John Harlan speaking. This is the United States Armed Forces Radio Service, the voice of information and education. Thank you.